This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash if you want to help us more directly. Hi, comic fans, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book show here on YouTube or on Spotify and other places where podcasts are listened to if you're listening to this audio uh, version after the fact but this is a show where we take books in the past week comic books that is and then we recap them, review them tell you what we thought about them and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that is to say tuesday and wednesday that we think you should check out we got a lot going on very excited about it more or less the first incident free knockwood uh episode of off the rack in the new year uh we had some issues which may or may not be uh happening right now i don't believe they are because i think i've solved the problem no thanks to anyone at any other level besides myself i'll be happy to pat myself in the back because it, i uh, i toiled over it i sweated over it i f- i i freaked out over it and uh figured it out looks like uh you can't use Streamyard and two mics while also using firefox as a browser that's weird. Yep, but Microsoft Edge, totally fine. Chrome, preferred. But I don't want to completely bog down the RAM. This machine is only used for streaming, and I don't want to also like overload it with Chrome because, of course, every tab is a whole new browser, and it's a, it's a thing. So, But Chrome is great. Chrome is, it, look, it's, N- it's not nice. sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. No, hashtag pff, screw Google. But like... <laughs> We're not sponsored by anyone. We are not. Except... Uh, what? You guys. Oh, that's right. You are the sponsor of today's show. If you use Super Chats, ask a question or comment here on the show, and we will read it, and it will be like you sponsored today's show. Keep the corporations out of our out of our business. That said, somebody commented. They were like, uh, and then you had a big swig of Coke Zero. Yeah, uh, that is not sponsored. No. Screw Coke. Screw Coke right in their ear. Yeah, uh, they, don't, they don't want... They don't want our... Uh, they don't want us. They don't want us. They don't want you. I, yeah. I think I'm personally to blame for Tom King drinking Coke Zero. So I noticed that that guy dro- drank a lot of Diet Coke, and then suddenly we did a show a couple months ago. Yeah. Got a big old red can of Coke Zero. Oh. Uh-huh. And then I saw him at San Diego Comic-Con, big old bottle of red Coke Zero, and I saw a bunch of those comic sketch art guys drinking Coke Zeros. And who knows? Maybe I have some kind of influence over the industry. I would have hoped that it was a creative in some way, but I'll take Coke Zero. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's enough of all the vices for me. in the world. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's worse. Definitely. We're but, sponsored today by Wolverine. Yes. No, uh, Coke actually refused us as a sponsor. Like, literally, people reached out to them, and they were like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, they were. They really were. Yeah. So. I'm like, cool. Good to it's know. Fine. It's fine. I'm going to need your yeah. Coca-Cola, buddy. Eat a dragon fruit, Coca-Cola. Eat a dragon fruit? Anyway, uh, oh, what? we're going to be talking about new books that, are, that came out this past week. But before I do, I wanted to mention another thing. Like, I, I had a very small vocal minority of people who want to know the answer to this question. Okay. They may have noticed that on our sister show, Back Issues, over on YouTube.com slash Comic Pop, uh, or here on this channel, a lot of our shows have changed their name cosmetically from Back Issues or Off the Rack or Elseworlds Exchange or The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly to Podcasts. Back issues podcast, Elseworlds Exchange podcast, off the rack podcast. Yeah, and they're like, "What the what the hell is going on here? Why did you change it to podcast?" And I'm like, "Look, 
Because secretly we like to mess with everyone. <laughs> yeah, I love to change stuff just out of nowhere. Yeah, like, you I, really I, do. And it's no, you, like, you look, embrace change. Yeah, why do you think that is? It's because of YouTube, man. Like YouTube needs us to change things on a, on a dime all the time. Now, yep. why do they want? They didn't ask me to change this. It's we're trying, you know, ever so uh, often to stay within the good graces of the algorithm. Mm -hmm. We don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot and no. you know just leave things on the table if it's possible. So. YouTube has a whole section that they're not advertising called youtube.com slash podcast. If you go there, you'll see a whole page of just what YouTube considers to be podcasts. And I noticed when I look, looked into this that we weren't in it because none of our shows were tagged as podcasts, despite the fact that at least most of them are podcasts. Although back issues will never be a podcast because if it was on Spotify or whatever, you'd never watch it and we'd lose money. You can't monetize Spotify. Sorry. So that's our number one a, show. But it could be a video podcast. It is a video podcast. That's a thing. Yeah, and no one, nobody's, nobody calls them vodcasts. No. So don't, don't, don't get, don't get uppity with me about uh, terminologies. No. You know, no one has pods either. iPods are gone. But you do have AirPods. Yeah, yeah. So but, it could still so be. So I guess technically they're podcasts. Podcast. Yeah. I bet they thought about that, but they were like, "You listen to podcasts with your AirPods." Fart. Anyway. Well, it also comes in a little pod. Yeah. Little guy, screw Apple too, but uh, yeah, okay, we're just we're just we're going after everybody That's today. Right. I don't care who I piss off in this room full of people I emailed, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we changed the name just so that we would get more into the algorithm for podcasts. That's, That's all. the hope. And we, uh, I noticed that in my like in one of my other accounts, I saw that we were recommended because I watch more comic pop, but in that page, so it might have worked. The thing was, I saw that Red Letter Media and Mr. Sunny Movies were in there, and I'm like, no, <laughs> all right. I may never be on either of those channels, but I'll be damned if I'm not put shoulder to shoulder with those Excuse other channels. Me, you have been on Mr. Sunday. Yeah, actually, thanks to Mr. Sunday. Yes, Mr. We Sunday hit 100, is subscribers. No, Mr. Sunday solid is solid guy. Days. Ten out of ten. I mean, he kicked no rocks. No, no that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's why. Whatever. <laughs> Gramophone casts. Uh, speaking of uh, sponsorships and whatnot, um, your boy Chips Ahoy uh, dropped into the chat and said, "You catch, catch you all in the replay planning uh, a masks game." And then showing a friend the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies for the first time. Keep up the great work. Okay, what's Sweet. a masks game? I have no effing idea. But now I have to wait for the replay for him to catch us reading his comment and then reply and then in the comments. commenting on it and telling it. At me and, it. and tell me what's up. With yeah, that. and it'll be really, don't let him uh, sway you. Of course, you're not going to show him Spider-Man 3 because the movie is garbage. Uh, Brian Rollins, the Destiny of X report card video was great. Happy MLK Day, everyone. The time yes. is always right to do what is right. That is true. Mm -hmm. uh, we are working on a bank holiday and a celebrated day for uh, African Americans in this country. Um, I, I got, I got nothing. I'm not going to contribute because I have nothing to contribute. But my own, you know, like entertain. Here, here's some entertainment on this day. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm not going to quote him or anything I, yeah and i don't think any either of us has any right to to try to no. um like speak uh in any stronger words than dr martin luther king jr has i'll already. let him speak for himself yeah, man is an incredible wordsmith and, yes uh if, if for some reason you are not aware of like anything that he's ever written or any of his speeches like do yourself a favor yeah go check it out exactly seriously um ray far comic pop woo woo to you too ray. woo Heading to my local, uh, my new local comic shop tomorrow, and look for King's Mister Miracle based on your video. Yay. Also, what are Sal's most hated comic redundancies? Um, well, yeah, well, enjoy your new comic book store. Uh, make sure to get yourself a pull list if you can. Uh, but also, 
uh, that family, Spider family, any families outside of the Flash family, because I don't care. Like, I'm not invested in the Flashes, so I'm like, yeah, now nah, 12, 15 Flashes. I don't care. And you're all fast, you say. But uh, Spider-Man, any Spider-People. I'm like, I would love it if this if this Dan Slott Spider-Man book resulted in all the spider characters dying or being shunted in another reality that like they can't escape from. Uh, I, I do actually believe that he is doing something to that effect because like mm. both, you know, Jessica and Pete were stabbed with the, with the, with the dagger. So they're separated from the web of life. Uh, I think that that's Dan Slott's way of diminishing Peter, but also his way of being like, at least he's not, he will no longer ever be a factor in the spider verse. Interesting. Stuff. Okay. And I'm like, that's fine. As long as he doesn't like have a spider team. Like I, I he's it's you look at like the menagerie of the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. you look at all those characters like standing in a big crowd. Spider-Man's like upside down or on a wall or something like that over there, way over there. Only one who can do that. That's how I like it. Mm-mm. Not like that that's... there's a room of the exact same character or same power I, set. I get you. Fill in the room. I that's nothing exciting to me about that. Yeah, it's funny. I'm I'm wondering now, like most characters seem to have i don't know if they they don't all call them families but I, I feel like it's getting harder and harder to find a character that's just like i work on my own yeah no it's true and that's for, for the a most part of reasons and yeah. i mean like sometimes you have like a like a sidekick or whatever i i when do you when do you count it as a family when there's more than three like the punisher punisher does not have a family right Constant, like, constantine right nope no family there i mean he's a he's a member of justice league dark sometimes yeah but like that's an occasional thing Yeah, but that's like yeah that's not the same thing batman is on the justice league but he didn't have a family until after jason todd came back right so, not even before that because it was it was batman and dick yeah right on batman and robin the original dynamic duo let's mm-hmm. go for it dick retires becomes nightwing's own superhero cool now it's batman again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Jason shows up. Okay, Batman and Robin again. Then Jason dies. Cool. Completely changed the name of the game uh, and and added an iconic moment to a classic superhero. Okay. Fine. Batman's alone again. Tim Drake shows up. Dynamic duo again. We're just we're just creating balance like the Force. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay. Then uh, and, oh, and uh, somewhere along the line, Barbara Gordon became Batgirl, but almost always on the periphery. Yeah. I don't know if I ever liked Barbara Gordon being Batgirl, but I because. She didn't become Oracle because she was Batgirl. You know what I mean? She never needed to be Batgirl. I like the Batgirl design. I like Bat- Barbara Gordon as Batgirl in as much as, well, as long as there's going to be 11 Bat people, uh, Barbara might as well be one of them. Mm-hmm. But if, um, if I'm really, if I was in charge, like if I was Denny O'Neill in this particular case, and I was like, and they're like, hey, you're restarting Batman. I'd be like, Bar- Barbara will never be Batgirl again. Wow. Barbara will always be Barbara Gordon and then maybe Oracle. Mm-hmm. But that's all. I'm I'm removing her from the mythology. Don't you think it's interesting that both Batgirl and Batwoman like skipped the Robin phase? They sure did. They just went to Batgirl. They never became Robins, nor did they get their own Robins. Batwoman also, she's over there on the periphery. She wasn't really even brought into the Bat family until much later. Right. Like Rebirth, basically. Uh, So again, I don't really count her either. Uh, And then Cassandra came in. Interesting idea. And she came out of the, the whole No Man's Land fiasco, which is cool. And, uh, you know, and then there's Stephanie, who was originally spoiler. Yeah. It's like, OK, that's fine. Spoiler over there. But again, getting a little crowded. She did, a, she did a stint as a Robin. She had a stint I as like, a Robin. I like her costume. It's just Tim's costume on a girl. No, it's got a little skirt. It eventually got a skirt. Got a but it was skirt. just Tim's suit for a while. Uh, which, by the way, Carrie. But Carrie doesn't count because she's in another reality. No, but I love Carrie. Carrie's great. Carrie's my one of my favorite Robins. Easily. Top two. Yeah, she's excellent. Yeah. 
I think it's Tim Carey. Like they're they're always jockeying for position of number one for me. But uh, and then and then Dick right underneath that. Well, welcome to Off the Bat, where we just talk about about Batman and why it disappoints me so much. <laughs> um, you know, and then it just gets more and more. Hey, Azrael never should have been in the Bat Family. Get him the hell out of here. Things are going wrong. You know, and 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 you know what I mean. Yeah. Like then then there's more. But eventually, when they all just sh- start showing up, I'm like, okay, you, you're polluting the message. Damien was the straw that broke the camel's back for me, though. Okay. Damien was one of those things, and we talked about this at length. Oh, like, sure, sure, sure. Grant Morrison was like, oh, here's Damien. How about that? And I'm like, congratulations. You will never be able to undo that. And sure enough, yeah, they haven't. And he, they, they had the audacity to say, oh, I, I thought he was just going to die. Like, the, like, they thought that he was going to die at the end of Morrison's run. Yeah, like no one was gonna just dust him off and use him over and over until he until he can never be not used in anything. Yeah, like Batman and the Ninja Turtles crossed over for the first time ever, and Damien had to be a main player. You know, never mind the fact that both those characters, like you know, Batman since thirty nine, Turtles since eighty two, but no, Damien mm-hmm. polluting the friggin' whole the whole pool here. Anyway. That, that's very, you know, I'm not, yeah, that's another thing. Denny O'Neill, no Damien. Hell, right. Son of the Demon didn't even happen. Just to make sure. Anyway, uh, Jose Rivera says, uh, have either of you found Holy Grail items at cons? I once found DC Comics Presents 47 where Superman met He-Man in a 50 cent bin. It was rare luck. That's a really rare comic because, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that book and uh, that's really cool. Congratulations. I don't know about like books. You know, I've never been like, oh, this book. There was an issue of Doctor Strange. I was desperate to find. I needed it to mm-hmm. like complete a run I had, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I got a an example as to why. Yeah, Remember? that's right. Because it was like they kept getting bought up. Yes. Because the artist, no, it wasn't the artist on it. It was an artist teaching. It was on another it. artist and, who liked that artist. Yeah, and so he would use it as lessons. And so, like, if students of his brought him that book he would give them like extra credit or something mm-hmm. on assignments. And so it was really hard to find the book because of him. So I got him to sign it. Yeah. It you like, got both. You got the, I got the, the artist, artist on that book. who told me about that. And then I got him to sign it too. I was yeah. just like, I found hey. you, I found the dumb book. <laughs> you big jerk. Give me extra credit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in your class. Give me extra credit. Exactly. Uh, my grail wasn't necessarily a grail so much as it was. We were at New York comic con and, uh, this is a grail. We were standing in the line for Scott Snyder. And, uh, I saw somebody in our line that we were talking to had a Sam Keith signature. And I'm like, Oh man, if only Sam Keith would come to a con. He's like, he, this is, I said, I got this 10 minutes ago. He is at this con. And I'm like, what? Because Sam Keith was not on the list that, you know, you have a list. There's a million faces. Sam's was not on it. Uh-huh. And then, so, and he's like, no, he's just, he's here for some other thing, but he's at, he's on the main floor. He's like in this booth. And I'm like, what? So I go and there he is just sitting there like, Hey, I'm Sam Keith. I'm sorry. And like, I don't have the max. I have seven copies at home, but I don't have the max, but like it's a con and it's the max. They printed like a million. Yeah. So I literally walked eight paces to the zap comics booth, went under M boom, the max got him to sign my max number one. Yeah alongside my other maxes but it was you know that was a cool moment it was really nice yeah no it was great it worked out really well and it it was it was totally unexpected exactly i also at one point found a i think it was x no was it playstation Mm -hmm. yeah it was playstation 2 copy of silent hill 2 which is like difficult to find and when you do it tends to be very expensive and i found it like super cheap so i was very excited (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I read uh, Daredevil number seven from Chip Zdarsky, Rafael De La Torre, and Marco Cicchetto. Uh This is continuing the Daredevil saga. I was supposed to read Punisher. I forgot to read any of the Punisher. I'm sorry. Uh, but this is uh, this is cool. It's just more of Matt like being unhinged and being part of what he considers to be like a holy crusade to kill the hand. It feels like Matt kind of fell down the rabbit hole really fast, but whatever. I'm 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 here for it. You know, Matt's got a fun. Does new he still suit. have guilt? Oh, he's always got a guilt. It's Matt. Okay. And it's Matt. And it's Matt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Matt is going to take the fight to Frank because, uh, you know, the, the whole story is basically just a little a little tale of like Matt teaching like why he has an island and why he's rehabilitating villains that he's always fought before. Okay. Uh, one of the villains is like, all right, well, that was fun, but I'm leaving. I have a son. And then uh, Frank takes the villain who left and his son and then is like, come to this location and fight me or I'll kill everybody. Right. You know? So it's like, OK, you know, I'm I'm, I'm on board. OK. It's a good book. Uh, the art's great. Raphael uh, and Marco Chito kind of like uh, Chichetto does the like the 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 island Punisher stuff, and De La Torre does like the mainland America stuff. It's oh, like, all right. Okay, it's a nice way to like split up the duties if you need to get the book out on time and you don't sure. have somebody who can do the whole damn book and you know in one go. Okay, but uh, that's what it feels like. Oh, but yeah. How about you, TV? Uh, I read. <laughs> I read Moon Knight this week. Yay. Uh, Moon Knight number 19 uh, came out written by Jed McKay with art by uh, Federico Sabatini. Looks like he's fighting the milkman. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> or the pilot. That, no, well, you're getting closer. You're definitely getting closer. Not the milkman. Not not at all. Now, mm-hmm. This is just one of those like Jed McKay remembers uh, characters that maybe you don't know like me. Right. Uh, like it's Commodore Donnie Planet, Donald Planet. Okay. I don't know um, who that is. <laughs> uh, older character has fought Moon Knight, was defeated by Moon Knight. Just here to punctuate a point. We're in Subterranea. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so it's a lot going on. Yeah. Just a bunch of like, really, this is a cool backdrop of like, you know, maybe some stuff you haven't seen in a minute, you know, from okay. Marvel. It's like, cool. You know, we're here, but that's not the point. The point of the book is that we're underground or we're fighting this obscure, obscure character or yeah. like, you know it's none of that right it's more or less the fact that it's like zodiac is in in a um psychology meeting in prison with someone who used to roll with mark before he was um moon knight and so you know they're having like a battle of words and wits and and all of that Uh, we're trying to you know get a little bit of a feel on zodiac and you know it's, it's not good yeah he's not he's not okay but whatever um but you know, it, we're talking about the fact that like Hunter's Moon is back. He's been resurrected because mm-hmm. Conchu can do that. But he's like, yeah. And Mark's like, no, nah, it's cool. Like whatever. Like then, the heart of it is Hunter Moon. Like you know, whenever we come back, do you ever wonder why like there aren't other Moon Knights? Like if we can't die, why are the only two like fists of the Conchu or Conchu right. like people from the 20th century? Yeah. How come we don't? Uh, if if we can't die, then how come there isn't like a hey, Sonny, I worship the moon. See, and yeah. I've been around since the 1920s. Exactly. And Mark's like, huh. And essentially, it's like, it's like, listen, yes, we can eventually like we can't die because he'll just keep bringing us back, and every time he brings us back, we come back like a little little different, yeah. little, oh. a little crazier. Oh. Um. And so inevitably, all that will be left is like a feral like killing machine kind of thing so every time that mark dies supposedly like when he comes back it's getting get more and more wacko it's getting worse it's like he's getting more out of control presumably. okay all right, um, all right. so he's like you gotta watch out for that also when i was coming back when Conchi was bringing me back he was like hey let let moon knight know 
um the next like because i'm in prison the next time one of you two comes like dies to, and comes, wants to be resurrected i won't be able to do it oh so we just raised the stakes in this book interesting that's what this issue was all about like hey this yeah. is this is where we're going next they can't come back things are a little more dangerous mark should have fear but he seemingly knows no fear right because he's the man without i mean uh, oh crap he's the moon without fear he's the moon without fear um <laughs> they're the men without fear hey that'd be cool daredevil moon knight men without fear miniseries six issues by tiffany <laughs> and we'll see the show tiffany remembers stuff that's right that'll be that book um but hey, incidentally they need to go to the sanctum sanctorium for some reason i don't know i do wonder <laughs> if um with mark having you know disassociative is it disassociative that's what they call it in, yeah in this yeah um that if somehow the way in which his brain works if it will take longer for that. It's like, because he's got three person. I'm like, does that shift Right, like, it? well, yeah, it's like, uh-oh. It doesn't um, depend on the personality. That's like, I'm like, there, there could be something honestly interesting there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, Mark Spector hasn't seemingly been really that affected. And it's like, no, because I deflected to Jake. Like, Jake Lockley's the raving madman. We just well, don't let him out sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, like, that. then that, you know, can cross a fine line between somebody like, you know, you don't want to take away from something that's an actual real thing right. that real people go through but also you're dealing with someone who has a mystical tie right. so and there's a cartoon there is something so it's okay to well, i was like gonna that. say there's something i like the idea of like that combination sometimes of like mystical supernatural with like yeah maybe some scientific background i don't always love it but sometimes i'm like oh yeah that could be kind of fun right so yeah this is a good issue uh, you know like i said kind of just setting up where we're going next real stakes fun yeah. background some really great moments in this so yeah. oh um good art yeah i was gonna say uh because i noticed here in re the reason why i was like making sure to remind people about the art in the last episode or the mm -hmm. episode before that was because i saw a lot of like lamentation from comic book artists who talk about how comic book critics don't uh focus on the art and i find that's true and mm -hmm. i find that i do take it for granted but well, I, I never think about it when we're doing like back issues, for example. I'm always like, oh man, or oh. Well, that's that's the difference between you and me because I'm always just like, guys. Well, yeah. But we don't necessarily oh. talk about it to the point where we're like, oh my God. Like, you know, uh, Excuse me. De La Torre really like portrayed this in a good way or whatever. I would say occasionally we do. Batman Damn 100%. There's a deep dive into that art for sure. Oh, yeah. No, and that's on back issues. I'm talking about on Off the oh, Rack said, where we're just like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, on back issues, we do look at the art more. Yeah, often. no, on, on Off no, the on this Rack. show, it's more just like, the book was good. And, and then that's it's like, fair. I do think that's funny though, because like I've mentioned, or I mentioned in the past two episodes of Off the Rack that. Yes. You know, it's it's always rough for writers at a con mm -hmm. to display. Yeah. I mean, artists have such an easy time. You know, here's my work. Here's mm -hmm. what I've made. I have made some prints. I'll do a commission for you, whatever. Oh, sure. um, but then they're like, but no one will critique my work. Yes. Online. And I'm like, that's interesting. I like, know, that's very interesting. Do you really want the critique? I think that that's, they, the, that's the next question. I mean, if you like it, yeah. <laughs> and I think, thankfully, like, I think that uh, Cicetto, De La Torre, um, who who did um, Moon Knight? Sabatini. Sabatini. Okay, that's different from their usual uh, work. I think, what was it? Um, oh, no, Sabatini does all of it? No, no Capuccio. Capuccio does them normally. Yeah, but... How is how Sabatini, Sabatini compared to Capuccio? Sabatini, it's interesting, because I don't know what Sabatini's work, if this is what their normal work looks like. It, it just... It fits in fairly effortlessly with Capuccio's work. Okay. You know, they're clearly two different artists and they definitely have their different strengths. But like, it's not like I notice a like monumental 
like oh like earth shattering shift where right, it's like, like a gut punch where it's like well okay i get we needed someone to come in or you know someone needed a break yeah but like damn when you put this in a volume it's gonna be rough this isn't gonna it's not as rough yeah um so it's hard to tell like i'm like i don't know if that's what sabatini's work normally looks like mm. or if they're just really good at approximating someone else's like looking going like, all right i'm gonna i want to pick up some of these because there certainly is something to capuccio's art the way in which they treat shadows I think Sabatini does a lot more of the dynamic uh, shadow fills or light. I don't know if it's the light or the shadow, whatever you want to say, glass mm-hmm. half empty, glass half full, um, where he tries to create like these oh, yeah. ethereal action sort Looks of good. moments. Yeah. But, you know, really dynamic stuff yeah, in pleased. this book. And yeah. and honestly, if you're going to have Moon Knight jumping around with the, with the cape. Yep. You, you want to really you need, if you have a hero that has a cape and they're going to be. In, yeah. You need a cape artist. And either that's a cape artist like uh todd mcfarland or greg capullo yeah or um even uh who does red rain uh uh kelly jones kelly jones who maybe i don't always agree with um Mm -hmm. but you need someone who's going to play with that cape and either like do like crazy sort of like ridiculous amount of like folds Mm -hmm. and you know the cape's doing things that it cannot normally do yeah or you need someone who's going to use it dynamically yes. within the panel even if they're not going to do all those like crazy folds or it's just like it's either creating blocks or like filling up negative space or, or just leading your eye elsewhere yeah. to the uh action itself and i really feel like capuccio and sabatini have been able to do that nice so uh, there, there's a little quick yeah art. let's not do that the whole episode because uh, i just realized that actually added like 25 minutes to the show listen you asked uh, me about art you you unleashed the beast that's true <laughs> hey, did you read this i didn't okay I, I didn't remind you that it existed so i apologize i you know what's really funny is i saw it promoted yeah, on amazon but i knew they had promoted the other one for way longer mm-hmm. so i didn't think twice about it that it had come out yeah we're talking about book of evil um, um but uh, i saw a page from the upcoming issue of barnstormers and i was like shouldn't have fallen off that book it's crazy tula la toy tula lote lote i always want i add an extra syllable to her first name and i never get the right vowel no, in the because second you name. want to sing tula <laughs> i do not uh tula lote uh absolutely incredible oh yeah artist. no she's great stunning work yep stunning ray far says love hearing ethan's insight on comics well he's not here but i appreciate yeah, it just in general uh, i don't know what science field he belongs to but i'd like to imagine he just mixes two test tubes with each other all day well actually he's a student of all sciences now, i i'm always like does somebody really want to know because i do have the answer to this yeah go ahead but me. i don't want to ruin like your 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 mind's image of yeah. what ethan is all about i mean like, yeah i've never seen him in a lab coat it's physics yeah it's physics Ethan is a, a student of physics. That's true. Uh, Ray Farrow says, uh, Sal's helping thousands lower their sugar intake. Yeah, but it might also be blocking other things. It's not It's not always good for you. But uh, Potassium to the Heart says, uh, going to have to catch the rewatch. Thought I'd ask, what's one comic you reread and enjoyed more the second time? Uh, Rorschach. I reread that book and was like, oh. Um, similarly, uh, Danger Street. I was like, nah. And oh, you then, read, read it? Yeah, and I read the second issue of Danger okay. Street. I'm like, oh, it's good. And I should have reread the first issue because I liked the second issue more than the first issue. But um, I don't rem- I was like, there are details I was missing because I was not uh, too heavily invested in the first time. That's Tom King and Jorge Fornes where, uh, yeah, I read uh, Danger Street number two. Did you read Danger Street number two? No. Can I answer the question? Then? Please do. Um, <laughs> uh, don't, don't go make a go away. I'm just going to say really quickly, no, Batman Damned. Batman Damned, right. Because I enjoyed, I did enjoy it the first time. I enjoyed it 
even more the second time yeah. because I picked up on so many more things right. that I did not pick up the first time through. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's a book you can absolutely enjoy the first yeah. time through, but the second time there's just some clicks and you're just like, oh my gosh, I unlock things. Batman Dan is one of those books where literally I embody that that notion of, uh, I don't agree with what you say, but I'll defend it to the death you're right to say it. Where yep. I'm like, it is a book that I didn't even really like, but I'm so like vehemently upset oh, yeah. by what DC did with it and how they whizzed it. Um, and it's a book that I did actually enjoy. Yeah, you did enjoy it. Yeah. Because I know it's something totally different. I know it's off the rails and it's not everyone's cup of tea when it comes mm-hmm. to Batman. But you know what? Like, I don't know. I don't, yeah. There's something that struck with me. No, but uh, Danger Street, great book, uh, great art. Uh, Fornes is, draw, you know, born to draw this kind of story. Um, mm-hmm. uh, juggling a lot of characters, but these characters are all kind of going and seemingly you, you can really see not the strings, but more like the patterns. Mm-hmm. And you can see the direction that it's going in. It uh, doesn't seem like it's deliberately obtuse or trying to be deceptive, you know, for the for, for the sake of being, you know, intriguing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just it's just a it's a, it's a well written, good character driven. Despite the fact that the characters themselves have like aren't don't have none of them have like names. You know what I mean? Like all the characters are co- like Lady Cop and Good Looks and Warlord. You know, no, no one has a real name in this book, and yet they all seem to have, like, you know, genuine. There's also a scene you probably saw online, uh, which shows High Father meeting with Darkseid, and it's just like, okay, so you're just taking the script that you wrote and you're just putting scenes in there. That's Aww. fine with me. I'm sad that you got that they, 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 they robbed you. Yeah. I hope that James Gunn is more amenable to your to your uh, your your new gods movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a good book. It's well it's it's well done bravo i've nothing really you know it's like hard to talk about that kind of thing you know mm-hmm. like 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 uh which is not the case of things like wildcats like wildcats number three from steven segovia and matthew rosenberg uh wildcats three came out and i was like nah, and, and uh yeah no i'm still like nah. uh this is you know firmly establishing the wildcats as an, uh, an entity in the dc universe but it's taken three issues to kind of do that mm-hmm. we needed the first two to establish like their tone and their uh yeah, you know, their feel like what kind of book is this? Yeah, um, but there are a lot of dis- distracting elements that prevent one from fully immersing themselves in it. Uh, for one thing, the lettering is very distracting. Uh, Ferran for Delgado uh, is has done has lettered books I enjoy very much, and it's just a deliberate decision in this okay. uh, where the font choice for the for everything is distracting okay and for no reason you know i i i've been complaining about the joker's like jagged font in his dialogue for the last 10 years yes that's a stylistic decision it's as george Lucas would say the stylistic stylistically designed to be that way mm-hmm. this is not this is supposed to like it's trying to be like hey zim's out yeah 90s kind of but not really like don't think that too long because it's in it's in 2023 you know what i mean right right but like that's not it's all cosmetic. Okay. Um, clearly, Rosenberg has a very deliberate direction he wants to take this universe and these characters in. Sure. But I'm afraid that the way in which it is being delivered will not give him, afford him the time that he needs. Okay. Okay. Uh, and wild, like all I could think about while I'm watching the child, Caitlin Fairchild, who's a member of the team, uh who's like a 12 year old but when she uses her power she becomes a fully grown adult and she's like super strong and stuff and i'm like like shazam yeah like shazam but it's like genetic 
you know, okay. it's more like prime, but uh, it, all I could think of was just better ideas. Okay. Like all I could think about was the, what they're going to do with the wildcats in the next reboot. Hmm. And that's, that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It, it, what is there is I was at least more entertained by grifter in this issue than I had been in the previous two. Grifter's also clearly the main character, which I'm not wild about. They love, they love Grifter. I know, and they need to knock it off because Grifter is not interesting. Not enough. Because he can't carry his own book. Is he supposed to be like Wolverine? He doesn't act like it. He is kind of like a Wolverine. Yeah, he's like Wolverine. He meets Gambit. He's just a person who shows up, does like, he's supposed to be the best he, at what they do. But he's also and... part of the team. Like, he's integrally part of the well, team. I mean, does like participate you know and they fire him off the team and he's upset about it and then they get him back anyway and it's just it's just it's a lot it's a lot of it's a lot of noise mm, okay so uh, that, that's not a recommend for me uh speaking of which i read jed mckay and vincent vincenzo Caratu's uh dark web tie-in mary jane and black hat number two yeah you don't you don't need to read this book uh but if you like deep pulls you know, they fight a character who's connected with Limbo and stuff like that. So that's fun. Okay. And Mary Jane and Black Cat do their thing. And, you know. Is it Belasco? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, uh, you know. And and Mary Jane has powers, which makes everybody upset. And I'm like, I, I don't care because I don't feel it. Like, I, I feel like she'll lose them by the end of the series. So it's Maybe not really a big a clone. deal. I mean, I hope all of them are clones. And we could just start all over She's again. a clone. The kids are clones. Yeah. No, the kids are clones. And I I'm, and I I pitched this in Elseworlds, Clone but clones. Uh, that uh, that Paul, the guy she's with, yeah, is like Lars from Futurama. That he's like future Peter. Wow, that's messed up. Yeah, and that's why he's like so mad at regular Peter because he's like you know, you just don't get your shit together, you know. Mm. But you will one day, and then you'll be me. I don't know. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's not enough for me to like it. No. But this book is, you know, the, the art's great. Uh, Karatu should be on an X book. That's how good the art is. Really? Because <laughs> this cover does not make me. That's Scott Campbell. Out. He only okay. does covers, and it's just because I know. was like, I'm not checking this out. No, no, no. The, 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 I'm very aware of like logo placement because we have a a show where we have thumbnails where I need to put like the comic book logo on. Yeah, them. yeah. This is a, this is a mess. The dark web. Mary Jane, Black Cat, all three fonts. You want to know why? Because they don't care. Yeah, that, they that Well, no, because less. that is not who's what's selling this book. No, it's the art. It's those two ladies. Yeah, on of the course. front. Like you know who that is. Right. It's but if like, you're if you're interested in this book at all, you know who those characters are already. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, exactly. This is not like, hey, new reader, yeah. jump in. No, no, there, and you would not be welcome if you did. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it's a pass. Don't, Someone just said your sweater looks comfy, oh, and I you. agree, it does look comfy. It is comfy. Uh, you may have actually seen Ben wearing a sweater that looks exactly like this on uh, our Christmas episode of Back Issues. That's because he is, and uh, then he found this one that was a little bigger, and he's like, "Hey, you want that?" And I'm like, "Yes." So now we it both have, nice we have matching ben. sweaters. Uh, Catler will defend for treats. Hi, hey. Uh, loving the game streams Yay. how is midnight suns i'm actually really enjoying it i'm enjoying it way more than i thought i was going to i do wish we didn't have to have some of the characters who are less magically inclined on the team but i get it um but i'm actually really digging the gameplay style like the actual combat system way more enjoyable than i thought it was gonna yeah. be i like me a good turn-based rpg haven't played one in forever but i do like it but i wasn't sure how this was gonna go especially when they added in this whole like random card selection kind of thing um i've played 
you know, like Hearthstone and, and Magic the Gathering games like that. Uh, but to combine the two, I was like, how will that possibly work? And it honestly works better than anticipated when you get something like random, but you're able to like piece together the strategy. You feel really accomplished by the end. Like there, you feel a, a strong sense of accomplishment by the end. Yeah. Well, make sure to watch or doing that on, uh, what is it, Tuesdays and Wednesdays on twitch.tv slash comic pop or follow us at youtube.com at comic pop plays. Uh, where uh, we're going to be launching Tiffany's stream from The Last of Us Remaster. So check that out <gasps> on Tuesday. Yay. Um, what else did you read? Oh, great question. What else? To- <laughs> <clears throat> Find questions, sir. Uh, I read X-Men this week. Yeah, I X- missed it. I, I'm sorry. That's okay. X-Men 18, written by Jerry Duggan with art by CF Via. Uh, this is like, hey, there's two Lauras. Yeah, how are we going to deal with that? Do we? Is that what this is? They just have a conference. Nothing is dealt with it. No, oh, okay, the, cool. The dealing with it is going to be they're gonna leave them and when <laughs> one of them dies presumably they'll like dump the other one's memories and they're the not gonna resurrect that one. Oh, okay i'm like so it's a race against time damn. to see who inherits their life mm-hmm. that's, um that's a weird but there's result. also like some question about like is she cool <laughs> right or is, did she go insane because she's like a thousand years old or is something? it is she something did they do something to her like what's right, like how did how did they get her out so easily and it's like you call that easy and it's like star wars they did that yeah they, they still track the Millennium falcon right right um like beast of course has questions about that beast, beast is go to hell beast. beast is given a hard time in this by like uh emma and gene so Good. i'm like okay, okay i think we are to he's going to orcas to i mean between i don't I, you're so convinced he's going to orcas well it's the only other place he could go yeah but he hates orcas yeah I don't know. Something's happening there. But between what's going on in X Force, you know, like, it's just a couple panels in this, and then what's going on in Wolverine, in which, like, you know, Wolverine, he killed Wolverine, and then. Yeah. Like, he, like, hid his resurrection, or like, he changed his resurrection, so he's, like, kind of like feral mm-hmm. Wolverine. Like, Beast. how would anyone get away with, how could he get away with that with psychics on the team? Because Beast, I don't know. So lame. Right. Anyway, um, but this issue brings in the exterminators okay they have to run into them because that's where laura is like laura from the vault wants to run into young laura yeah so they have to go there and and presumably they're like why are they fighting vampires we'll see exterminators and like they mentioned something about dazzler having a concert and because of that i'm like did you just not 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 you're not ruining anything give away the last you're not ruining anything for me here um no but or did you not get the facts i don't know i won't know until the last issue of exterminators what happened here whether or not it's just something that's going to happen at the end or later on in exterminators and exterminate in that world. Yes. Or if it's just, they got something wrong, but in this Jubilee is like, you know, we're thinking about maybe doing this exterminators thing. <laughs> Again? Like, should we, should we just keep doing it? Should we keep doing that readers. And I'm like, is that what that is? I guess. And you know what? If you want to do that, I don't, I, I'm not, a you're like, I'll read one or two issues and see where it goes. I don't know how long you can keep that up as an ongoing. <laughs> I think you'd have to do it more like it was, a set of like little vignettes right like just mini series like venom yeah like here's five issues okay here's another five right, issues. exterminators and then just more and more hacky silly titles yeah, yeah. exactly i, I think that would be the way to go but knowing it was an ongoing i would feel i don't know you'd it, be like i think it would lose its luster is, it's gonna lose its steam yeah um that's fair so you know it's really just a crossover there but what we get out of this is the two lords have a conversation and at the end of the day you know they're like I think what's going to happen is one of us will die. They won't bring us back or they won't bring that one back. Remember then who, who does, <laughs> who does she end up with that? I don't know. That's, that's that they're guessing would happen. Also older Laura is like, I don't want to be friends with you. 
Mm. And young Laura's like, I didn't ask. Right. So it's a heavy, like, Laura book. If you're into Laura, I don't know how you're going to feel about this because mm. you're, you got these two at odds. And I don't know if they embody the characteristics that you like from Laura, but right. I thought it was an interesting conversation between the two of them anyway. Uh, while that's all going on, Cyclops and Firestar and Jean head up to Orcus because there's been a, a distress call from one of the Orcus bases. They lost like some sort of preservation and some of the okay. guys are floating in space and they save them. Okay, that's cool. Good and, for them. And Beast is like, that was a mistake and that was stupid. Shut up, Beast. That's what we do. And Jean Grey is like, but those guys that we save will never forget that it was mutants who that's saved right, them. That's right. That's right. That's the whole reason the X-Men exist. I'm like... And that's really what she says. She's like, this is what we do, people. Yeah. Like, we help as many as we can every day. Mm -hmm. I'm like... Beast, what are you even doing in this book? I'm telling you, I think... I think every, setting it up. I, I, I'm getting this sensation, which is a nice sensation to have, that many of the X-Writers are on the same page that Ben Percy's on, that, like, Beast is out of control. Right. Something's going to need to be done about that. And I'm like, yeah. listen, I don't need an event. I don't need <laughs> any of that. We can do something very quiet Yeah. that just deals with Beast right please make that i happen. think x-men civil war is on its way i don't know i well, don't know but like ben percy has two books in which he can do that in because he's writing the wolverine book and right? he's writing x-force so true. like yeah beast versus wolverine i think he's writing a couple of other things too yeah, but is. i'm just saying like yeah it, it it can happen i would i think there are a lot of us out there who are waiting for the day the 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 reckoning for beast yes which whatever that whatever yeah, comes beast's of it. reckoning is a is a thing coming yeah. Uh, and if you'd like to see more of Tiffany talking about that kind of thing, uh, the two of us, and, and I wear the sweater in that video, uh, <laughs> talk about uh, the state of the X-Men books right now in uh, a whole video where we grade it and give them a report card and everything. So check out that episode as well. It's in the chat right now. Uh, Jane oh, Ann, 27. Uh, yeah. I forgot the big thing at the end. Oh. I was so into the inter-character stuff yeah. because like there is so much like great character, character work, work uh, <clears throat> going on in here honestly duggan i think is doing a good job with the team that he has right now i know we're going to be potentially adding someone on in the future mm -hmm. um and you know it's so great to see sync actually get to be with laura that i'm like i'm so afraid beast will be right yeah and i really don't want that to happen but we end this book spoilers folks um with a message from the corsair <laughs> um basically uh, a message to the summer boys and it's their dad being like uh listen i just need you to like know that like i'm really sorry i wasn't there for you but like you get it it wasn't always my fault but like i really enjoyed having dinners on the moon with you guys recently you know okay. remember they, they he would come back yeah he's like i'm not gonna be making it back anymore oh he's like because um just so you know the brood is coming oh okay and i'm like but they but they have a leader now and it's that it's that boy I'm like, we doing the brood? Oh no! Yeah. Oh, it's a goodbye. Like he's gonna die. Yeah, he's gonna die. Okay, that's cool. And he's like, he's trying to warn the. And he's not a course. mutant, so they can't. Well, no, but he's an exception. They have the axe protocols now. He could be. Well, we'll see. Cyclops could. He could. It make depends. A plea. He can make a plea, but not everyone's happy with Cyclops. That's they're, true. He's not pleased. They're not pleased with this. Yeah, decision. well, they'd all be. They'd all be worm food if it wasn't for him. <laughs> at some point or another. <laughs> Uh, J-Man Joestar says, Rec Rap is a fan in me. He can stay in limbo and carry out the good fight. As long as he stays in limbo, I couldn't care less about Rec Rap. Rec Rap is a... He, Rec he, Rap sounds exactly like what he is. No, is he's, he, a, he's the... He's the, he's he, the, he looks like a battle toad. He's I was going to say, it's like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, exactly. He looks like if, like, Raphael or Michelangelo decided he was going to dress like Spider-Man and jump around. Yeah, that's right. Like that's like I saw that like on your thumbnail. I was like, yeah. what why am I looking is at? Exactly. there like Ninja Turtle Spider-Man fan art on your thumbnail? Yeah, it's not. No, I mean it is, but like you know, it's it's its own thing. I'm glad that some people like them. 
uh arconios evatori my guess about the masks game is there's a tabletop rpg called masks a new generation which is inspired by teen titans etc great game oh, it, oh okay is that, that okay for like a second i thought you were pitching a game and yeah. i was like i that sounds great right? I, i'm down but no yeah okay cool uh adam thenhouse oh hey great to pop out of the fridge and catch my favorite live channel on the tubes keep them lights on thanks a lot adam and thanks for checking out our little promo video we did over on the socials uh frank have you ever read x-men grand design i think you'd really dig it and it could make a really fun pack issues i love what you do and keep up the great work i leafed through it i'm not a fan but uh i do appreciate the the great work that those that uh, that they did uh alan fraser i've been wondering for weeks now why the source poster i remember that youtube channel uh we're a youtube channel and that's an inspiration for this channel so i put it up why the batman spawn poster you know it's yeah they you, you notice that back issues looks like well, table talk, right? I mean, most of them are comic book themed. Mm -hmm. So I understand someone being like, but that's that's specifically YouTube. But it's the only thing on that I wall. Don't, YouTubers don't make posters. That is YouTube or like anything that like, and there's nothing else on this wall that isn't comic book, like well, ancillary. If I could find my Benjamin Franklin time traveler poster, it would be up there too. I know, but I, that's what I'm saying. I completely understand that question because in yeah. a sea of amazing comic book, like art and posters it is, that it is a little out of place yeah well i think it's cool but it's no not like, I, it's not like my is... silent hill 2 poster is up there it's over there i know but it's not behind us they can't well, see that be. they I mean, can't put it see up. that over there but yeah no i wanted to create like an amalgam of our interests uh you know lowercase amalgam <laughs> but, uh, yeah no i just dig source fin and uh and my like mr if mr sunday had a poster i'd, I'd buy it and put it up mm. you know there are only a handful of youtube channels that i like enough to want to you know, cite them as inspiration. Uh, and, and, and here they are. Mordecai uh, read the new strange event, uh, savage Avengers. And now I'm looking through solicitations for a number 11. Cause I don't want the ride to end probably a bias since it was my first book coming back to comics again. Yeah, man. Uh, David Peppo has been killing it on savage Avengers. Uh, it's not. Okay. I don't mind savage Avengers. Uh, this one in particular, the one that just came out with savage Avengers number nine, from David Peppos and Carlos Magno, who I believe been working on it for the most of the time. But uh, this is another, this is one of those books where it's like David Peppos remembers. Nice. And uh, in, a, in a big, bad way. And it's in a very big, ridiculous, uh, just jam packed kind of way. If you love Marvel, if you love comics, if you are like, man, the Avengers series has been leaving me in the cold, if you're reading Savage Avengers. And if you're like, I don't really give a crap about Conan, well, he's gone. So you don't have to worry about him anymore. He's been replaced by Jake Gallows, the Punisher 2099. And <laughs> just he's bringing he's like closing plot threads or reigniting ideas that were never really played off in the 2099 of the 90s. But this is the 2099 of the 90s. And we're watching like a future Miles Morales becomes a Deathlock and like tries to assassinate Conan and then eventually joins the team. And then they end up in 2099. They fight like Doom and it, it's it's a it's a ride so if you haven't already read this series uh you should be checking it out um you don't need to know much to get on board you know but he's using characters that people like discount or don't really think about like weapon h and you know it's funny because i was you know uh, daredevil number seven electra daredevil's not really in it she's in it a little bit but she's not daredevil in this one so if you want electra daredevil she's in the savage Avengers book okay it's, a lot of, it, it, it's it's but it is 
you know, you feel like there's decompression a lot in comics. This one is not terribly decompressed. It's like a lot that goes on okay. in this book. Cloak and Dagger are in this book. Like it's a lot of stuff is crammed into the into every issue. So it's definitely worth the uh, price of admission. It's gonna be really weird in like ten years. People are like, remember that random time in which Conan showed up in Marvel books? For <laughs> yeah, I was literally I was rereading uh, the uh, No Road Home when he was like more or less introduced to Marvel again. Yeah, it's like. This is a weird one. Uh, <laughs> Jose Rivera, speaking of random character meetings, I ran into James creator. Robinson, creator meetings. Uh, <laughs> James Robinson at my first New York Comic Con. He wasn't scheduled, just walking around. We talked and took a pic. That's great. Wow. So cool, man. I love it. Yeah, that's Those what happened. Those are some of the best meetings. Yeah, exactly. When it's just chill like that. That happened to us with, uh, what's his name? The guy who drew uh, Batman Damned. Oh, Bermejo. Yeah, Bermejo. Uh, the fodder box kid got a got off work early and was able to catch you guys live. Just got the first volume of Symbiote Spider-Man by Peter David. Looking forward to reading it. Oh, I look forward to reading it. It's good. Uh, Peter David does a great job with Spider-Man. Of course, he did like 30 years ago, too. Uh, but you're going to enjoy it uh, as long as the uh, the art doesn't um, make you rich because I can't read any more They're of that gonna, series. You're going to like the words you read. Yes, that's true. I guarantee. Authentic you. apathy. When is Tiffany's art analysis show coming no. out? I there, would love to do that. Trust me, there are so many uh, amazing people out there who do that. I was going to say there's so many amazing Tiffany shows that we will oh. never see, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. And if, uh, if, if, you know, if you lose your day job, you'll be seeing a lot more of them. Sure. Uh, MMNM says, uh, Danger Street made me realize that Creeper is DC Sleepwalker. It's a, it's a strong, inherent feeling in me that I can't exactly explain. That's fair. Yeah. Strong design, uh, endless potential. I guess I could agree with that. Denial, I bet Paul is just the result of Peter being split in half, which might result. Explain why Peter feels off this entire run. Uh, that'd be fine with me. I, I don't, I'm the problem with this series, and we'll talk more about it, is just like that I just don't care. Like that, that's what they've beaten out of me. Luis Ramirez, uh, boom, did a Pete, Miles, and Gwen book. They did, they did that. Mm. Uh, Abe Sapien says, Hey Sal, thanks for covering Lazarus planet. Uh, I've been reading monkey Prince since Tiffany recommended the book oh, and was not sure what this event was going to do with my boy. Thanks uh, for many thanks for giving us a rundown. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's right. You did. So did you. Well, yeah, but you gave a rundown as to what, Oh, what Lazarus planet was. Yeah. Especially cause you had the interview with Mark Wade that's where he true. talked a lot about what monkey Prince was doing. Yeah. And if you pick up Lazarus planet alpha number one, uh, there's a backup. And there will be a backup throughout Lazarus Planet that is written by Gene Luen Yang. Yeah. That is about Monkey Prince and kind of giving you the background about King Fireball and Monkey Prince and Monkey King and all that stuff. Uh, but the first issue of Lazarus Planet draw from Mark Wade and Billy Tan uh, and uh, Ricardo Federici. Ricardo Federici does the art. Uh, Billy Tan does the Gene Luen Yang book. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, um, this is a book that I don't think anybody's talking about. Nobody's reading. Because uh, DC fans have been completely burned out on events, and I think you should be reading this. I think every time I think they should stop using the word alpha. Or, yeah, this alpha thing needs to or, stop. Or crisis. I just feel like for a lot of people, it's become like a trigger mm -hmm. where it's just like, okay, an event, I'm out. Like yeah. you're either in or like you have, like you will just, it'll just make you go no. Yeah. 100%. Well, just call it Lazarus Planet One. Don't don't do any of these alphas and omegas and nonsense. Like it's not you, helping. If you do that, they might be like, "Oh, is this a new team? Pick up." Oh, right. oh, all right. Well, oh, now I write it. I'm in. Exactly. Especially when you see Federici's art. Okay. Because it is very evocative of like a kind of Frazetta or um, mm -hmm. uh, Sad Ribic kind of art. And it is not the kind of art you'd expect for what this cover implies. <laughs> Can you tell I didn't read this because what you you're went, saying? What? Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, no, I know. Oh, okay. No, it, it's uh, 
the book is fun and good and cool. Uh, it is also entirely like almost entirely editorially mandated. Like editorial came up with the idea to turn it into an event, turn it into a planet, turn it, well, turn it into a volcano and do all that, all that stuff. Okay. But, uh, but Mark Wade like took it and ran with it. He, he knows how to write a story and string together an event and, it's cool and fun and it works and there's a lot of fan favorite characters in here and you get to see blue devil blue devil and blue beetle team up friggin power girl and supergirl you get to see like uh swamp thing and poison ivy uh zatanna monkey prince cyborg like there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in this story and it like is is pretty self-contained it's very like kind of uh it's it's not unruly and it uses focus on characters that like require more focus like monkey prince and you know giving some of these characters agency where they might have been overshadowed by other characters like batman's in this book and he's recovering and is like might die you know he's not going to but you know he's out of the way enough for like mary marvel to fight a giant dire wolf you know like there's there's some cool stuff that happens in this book and it's what i want to see from dc Mm -hmm. you know like i want to see like you know, big splash pages of monsters being fought by characters that like are marginalized or ignored while also having sleepy, quiet moments with between characters that like really like instigate character, like depth and growth. Yes. Uh, Lazarus planet has that. And it, there is no other book that DC is publishing or that Marvel is publishing that looks like this. No, that looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. I was just pulling up some pages. Absolutely right incredible. Like the, you, Damn. The cover is the, the cover, the marketing, the titling all do a disservice to Lazarus planet. Uh, I think when it's all done, you're going to go, man, I wish I'd read it. But the first issue just came out uh, just last week. Check so it out. still time. Yeah. Uh, Ray far. I bought the Inferno and fall of mutants omnibuses. Yeah, I'm excited is. to read an era of X that I'm not familiar with Very any nice. Madeline Pryor story recommendations. I mean, she is in like most of the X-Men books in the eighties. I mean, she is, uh, I believe she appears in the X-Men as guardian wars, but like, it's not a, doesn't have some of the powers do anything, but like she's Cyclops's wife. She's the mother of their child. Like mm-hmm. she's in X-Men for a long time. Uh, but as far as her being the goblin queen, I don't really have any recommendations because mm-hmm. I didn't really read a lot of it. Uh, but, yeah, I think where you are is good. Just read the original Inferno and, and start from there. Um, Sean D says, so I was watching one of your videos where Sal was wearing a t-shirt with a star on it and it hit me. You look like Steven Universe all grown up. Well, thank you very much. I'm not Steven Universe, nor is that shirt a Steven Universe shirt. That is a much deeper poll than you might think. It is a phony bone shirt from Bone. Jeff Smith's... That guy uh, right here all ages <laughs> comic book series that should have won like all the Eisners. Uh, it is uh, a series that's very near and dear to my heart. My sister was one of the only comic books I ever got my sister to read. And it's something we bonded over when we were children. It's really nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I found out that Boneville had a bunch of old inventory and I bought it. And uh, then they changed the website. Now it's all gone. So <laughs> I got my phony bone shirt. Uh, Langley Neely says, I really thought that I was the only person that remembered <laughs> Benjamin Franklin time traveler, a fever dream, a beautiful source, but silliness. So dumb and so funny. Yes. Uh, we, that, that, that show has that, that phenomenon is currency where we live in our house where it's just like Benjamin Franklin traveling through time. We just do that. We're like, I'm going to go to get some coffee. <laughs> 
just for us now. It's just for us. Yep. But I don't even know where the hell the poster is anymore. No. Supreme Omega on BVR. Do you mind Steph being counted as one of the Robins? Because I'm mixed. War Games is infamous for how it treats Steph and the Nadir of Bat Jerk. Honestly, yes, she was a Robin. She wore a suit. She had it in the, like, she eventually got a memorial in the cave. She was a Robin. I don't know if I really, in so my reboot, she wouldn't be a Robin, but you know, yeah. So here's a question. And like, this is not a question for this show, but like, what constitutes you being a Robin? Right. I mean, working side by side with Batman, being trained by Batman and wearing a Robin but, suit. But being trained by Batman, Damien's not trained by Batman. No, he's not. But he, well, he's, tra- he's a, he has a lot of on the job training. Like Damien did not earn <laughs> the title of Robin. It's it's like in the job listing, like you either have to have like you know x amount of like schooling or, or hours with Batman. <laughs> you know? But really, no, like Damien took the mantle away. Like that's another reason why I hate him. Like you didn't earn it. You didn't even create it. Hell, you didn't even want it. You just took it, and then you turned it into something else. And you and as a result of doing it, you diminished other characters who wanted it and who deserved it or who reinvented it mm-hmm. you know like dick grayson was robin robin ah here he is i don't know if it's gonna work you know it's really just rolling the dice they didn't know what they were doing in 1941 here's yeah. robin i guess whatever and, and nailed it out of the gate you know yeah and he's robin forever and then he's like i'm done i'm not an adult in a in, in these little shorts and these little booties i can't do this anymore nightwing great character growth progression new period in time that's wonderful and batman's just like i just can't deal with the fact that i don't have a freaking child a soldier with me anymore i'm gonna get this kid who took wheels off the batmobile and just put it he didn't train either he barely trained he's just like you put you put this out and be my surrogate son again let's go and he died and he's like oh my god what's wrong with me i need some help you know, and then Tim Drake shows up and he didn't really get trained by Batman either. He had to train on the job. Most of them didn't get trained, actually. Now I think about it. Like <laughs> Jason did training, like they did training, you know, in the cave. But yeah. like, you know, he wasn't but he didn't take like years yeah. to train. He was more like, All right, it's been three months and you got some fl- you got some flips. Let's go. You know, Tim Drake less. Tim Drake de- like begs to be Robin, steals Jason's suit, saves Batman and Nightwing, reveals that he knows who they are begs to be Robin eventually is acquiesced and granted that opportunity when he rescues Batman again. And then when he gets the suit goes, I can't be Robin. I don't know anything. And then leaves and goes on a mini series that shows you how he gets trained. He's trained by lady Shiva. All right. So then there you go. That's not a criteria. It is not a criteria, but I, but I have, but no, if I'm like, if you're going to make a new Robin, they better be trained by Batman. (laughs) Storm King. Hey, Tiff, since you enjoy horror, have you ever seen Fright Night or read the new comics from the original author? Feels like world building to me. I have not. No. I have to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I saw something just to keep up appearances, but I should. I should see Fright Night. I've I've heard of it. Somebody asked if I read the letters page for the first issue of Amazing. I didn't read it. Uh, That's finding that I find that very interesting. Usually I consider the letters pages in comics today to be kind of like promotion, basically. Like, why would you promote why would you put anything other than glowing praise in the back of your book? Um, but apparently it's an open letter from like the editor being like, please don't quit the book. I'm like, I'll have to read that because really, because yeah, you, 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 you know, you know, it's a great letter that says, don't, don't quit my book, making a good book. Oh, Abe boy. Sapien. Uh, hey, me again, Tiffany. Do you think oh. I'll ever cover, you'll ever cover the nineties event siege of darkness on back issues. 
Dr. Spawn sucks. Yeah. Siege know. of Darkness? Didn't I buy you all of that? I think you might have. I sure did. You have all of Siege of Darkness. That's the one I want you to do. Yeah, I know. Yes, she'll do Siege of Darkness. Yeah, we have that. Uh, there's a whole pile of it. I think it's yeah, it's in my it's in my office. Yeah, you're definitely. It, you know, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, I read Human Target. It's great, as you can imagine. Tom King, Greg Smallwood. It's almost over. This is issue ten. Uh, King tried to like, you know, viral market it by being like, "Nort's in it, everybody." Nort. Hashtag Nort. Hashtag Nort. I'm like, nobody cares. But uh, it's well written and it's got beautiful, breathtaking art. And uh, uh, I read issue 11 and it's just as perfect. So you got to read the whole damn series. Um, we made a joke about Nort because we were doing our uh, Justice League Last Ride episode. Yeah. And uh, we, we made the joke about Nortcoin. Nortcoin. Like Dogecoin. Yep. And uh, it was so weird that we made the Nortcoin joke. And yes. then King was like, I'm doing Nort. And I'm like, eh. Well, Nortcoin. But yeah, no, this is great. It's, you know, just Chance works with Nort to get like unsealed documents from the from the Lantern Corps and okay. bust this case wide open. Gotta bust it open. Now, don't, don't. did I know the ending of this book by yeah. issue one? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and you would too. Okay. Oh. <laughs> because Tiffany found out who Kaiser Soze was within the first 10 <laughs> minutes of the movie. So you would immediately I... know who it was. It's so much pressure. It's not you know it's not rocket science sometimes listen i just grew up watching a lot of like old detective things with my mom yeah what a thing for those right exactly <laughs> and uh and i read predator six med brisson and kev walker is is this the last one forgivably ends the series it's fine you know it's just it, like the Look whole a thing predator oh and he's in there you know it, it's just there's a lot that, like, you know, this threatens a series after this. Like, this is like the prelude. They're like, and then coming up, like, the last page is like, ladies and gentlemen, Predator is going to keep going with Ed Brisson and a new writer, and it's going to change everything you knew about Predators. And I'm like, motherfucker, nobody knows what anything about Predators right now. Like, don't change everything about Predators. How about you just put out an effing Predator book? This is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, basically an independent comic book series with a Predator in it. Oh. Well, I mean, that is in keeping with the Predator. Montage, yeah, no, it's true. Where it's, it's like, like, here's something that's happened. Yeah, here's Jeff Lemire's sentient, but a Predator shows up. Like, that's basically <laughs> what this is. And it's like, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. Like, and it is. Like, look, the art is fun. I really actually, Kev, the art really reminds me of my own comic. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yay, look at it go. But um, it's, it, you know, it's not what I was expecting, but I don't think anybody was. And that's kind of cool that they did that. Like, good for them. You know, kudos on, on that every moment that the predator has is cool and looks great but it it ain't like it was you know dark horse they had it on lockdown marvel's still figuring it out <laughs> and uh i don't know when they're gonna but there it is predator six ends and you know what like i think i don't think anyone's gonna remember it are they gonna do any more you think or you think that's no, like no, it the, says like... there's gonna the last page was oh. like what was gonna no it's gonna start with another number one. Oh, okay because of course marvel only makes miniseries you know what though? Like something should be miniseries. Predators, yeah, I agree. Don't, well, don't make it like. Well, Dark Horse did the same thing though. Mm. Dark Horse is just constant sick, like miniseries. I don't think that this is going to be a miniseries. I think that the next one's going to be the Predator ongoing, and mm. I'm like, please don't. Okay. 
but also like please don't teach me things about the predators i don't i don't care like i love predator and i love i just want to see cool action stuff and then a predator shows up all anyone wants even people who love predator it's not hard it's not hard to put so easy a pirate ship in there i don't understand and there's no budget you could you could really do the pirate ship you could thing do now. The, you could totally do the pirate i don't ship want to right? i don't want to do my pirate ship story man that's my i like ship. that you call it a predator ship sorry the predator ship yeah. yeah i'm down for that how about this yeah uh you said it in the 1700s uh-huh the pirate ship is manned by predators it's all predators who like made it and they didn't leave because they couldn't what? And there's like a pirate you know, leader who's like collected all the predators because like, you know, the new world is still, you know, like in the, you said in like the 1600s and no. it's like, it's a, it's a, the world's much bigger. You might've gone too far. There's fewer, one. you know, so it's just all these predators from different times no, I think or I, different locations. I, you know? I, I think you might've gone a little far on that one. I think that'd be awesome. I think that's too far. I think that's, I think it's I'll a love mid journey. Make one. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a predator ship too far. So predator ship too far. Yeah. <laughs> Rayfar, one big steaming pile of Siege of Darkness, please. Order up. What'd you read? Besides Legion of X. That's what I read. Okay, well, Legion of X, number nine. Yep, I read Legion of X, number nine, um, by Cy Spurrier, with art by Nefo Diaz. Um, we get to find out what's going on with this whole, like, why are, why are some mutants getting secondary mutations? What a crazy cover. It's, yeah. Awesome. Because like things are happening to Nightcrawler and mutants across the world. Oh no! Um, there something is going on that's causing them to have a secondary mutation and lose control. Um, and so who is it? It's it's Nightcrawler's like surrogate adopted mom. Ah, she's using magic. She's like the magic is part of the Winding Way. There's a great infographic in there, which is like a page out of like just like in the last issue of a, a page from Doctor Strange's books where it like, explains everything. And I just keep thinking to myself. I swear here, please. <laughs> please. Just, listen, Jed, I've got nothing against you, man, but could you just take a minute? Let, yeah. Let's side just bang just, out one, just, just one arc. Up, uh, just just one, Strange, please. one arc at yeah, least. Yeah, one arc. Please. Dude, Doctor Strange please. is a big enough character where you could just have, you could have side do, like Doctor Strange, Way of the Weird, or some, I, I think that's actually a name it is. But like, uh, uh, Toil and Trouble. And uh, it's just a, it's just a six-inch miniseries. Yep. I know. So, that, yeah. Get Dan Green to draw it again? Yeah, so that that's what's going on there, you know, and craziness abounds because of that. And, you know, like, uh, Nightcrawler's starting to lose it and trying to protect, you know, his mom from, from danger. But that's not really what the big... I mean, that is a big issue, and trust me, I love how much Cy and Gillen have been using... I like how you use Cy Spurrier's first name and Gillen's last yeah. name. <laughs> yeah no Spurrier uh, and gillen sorry and gillen like their love of nightcrawler i am digging it but this issue in particular if you were like just i was definitely waiting for this the like when are we going to get some more xavier and legion yeah it actually hasn't been that long since the last time we talked about the Xavier. no no but it's legion. been like like we we there was the last issue you know legion's like girlfriend went to him and was like dude, you got to be there for your son. Yeah. Like, stop being a dick about it. No, it's true. And so he does, he goes there and we get this interaction in which like when he shows up, he does like the walk through the gate thing, which I was like, that's hey! great. I love that. We haven't seen that in so long. No, it's true. Shows up through the gate. He touches his son and you're like, something happened. He did something to him. 
Oh, and I don't no. know what it is, right? So then David's like, oh my gosh, you're here. I never thought you'd actually come here and see my work. And he's like, takes him around and he shows me. He's like, this is what I made for these people. And this is what we've made for these people. And this is what we have for these people. And like, Xavier just like covers his face for a minute. And he's like, well, are you okay? And he's like, I've got something in my eye. I'm cool. And they like, they keep walking around and he's just like, Coming apart. this is really beautiful. What you, and he's like crying. He's like, this is, this is like, what you've done is amazing. Like the work that you've done, like you truly care about these people. And I'm so sorry oh okay all right yeah because like, he's like i totally fucked you. yeah I, I i screwed you over i'm a bad father <laughs> i am the worst it turns yeah. out like you i was so afraid of you and it turns out you're doing what right. i want to do yeah exactly <laughs> and uh whoops he tries to like run away <laughs> like he's like no don't look at me look away i'm hideous and then david's like what's wrong with me what did you do to me? Like, cause he feels like he's getting weaker or heavier. Yeah. And then mother righteous shows up and is like, we, we got to make the deal, man. You got to, you got to make the deal with me. Oh, you got to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to do it. And that's when they see off in the distance, the technarchy ish coming. Mm -hmm. It's like this big, crazy thing. And it's like, it's not coming for the paradise that David's created. It's coming for the minds of Krakoa. So it just goes on through and it starts taking people over and they start like getting all like techno organic -y looking. Right. And meanwhile, like juggernaut and, and others are trying to get into the spire that's built up because, yes, because warlock has been Corrupted taken over or, yeah. by Nimrod. Oh, right. Right. Who's like clearly trying to make like a tower of Babel so that like the phalanx come for them. Oh, like a beacon yes oh crap uh which is absolutely incredible because at the end you get to see that like a warlock has created krakoan sentinels oh, <laughs> so they're made out of, it's like made out of wood so dope looking that's awesome. so incredible looking what i absolutely love about this though is immediately upon seeing this like technarchy like monster coming all i could think of was the shadow king yeah from at least i mean, know if he's also from the comics but it's the i like the image i have in my head from the cartoon, the cartoon. yeah that's what it looks like just this like mouth coming yeah. to feed. Yeah. That's but, like, awesome. I cannot wait for the fallout from this Xavier David thing. Cause like Xavier's like, tell me how to fix this. Right. Not David. He's like, how do I save my people? Mm. He just keeps yelling about how he can save his people. Okay. I don't know. I am so here for this. I, I love size barriers. Um, capabilities of crafting an intricate plot where it's like you really do need to be paying attention mm -hmm. um, to, to fully comprehend what's going on and his ability to lay seeds early on and then have them sprout yeah, when you least expect it, um, but also be able to have these moments of incredible character be, uh, said in very few words. Mm. Like at times he can be like, he can really go for it and there's a lot going on there, yeah. but he can really capture character moments Just in a couple of, in a really truncated yeah, way that really nice. keeps the flow. Cause this is an action packed issue. Mm -hmm. And, but he's still able to let Xavier and Legion have this moment. And let Xavier go like, am I, <laughs> am I the jerk? Yeah. Is it me? No. Is Taylor Swift right? <laughs> am I the problem? <laughs> that's, that's Xavier's song right yeah. there um so i i absolutely love this issue uh art wise you know i'm digging this art i think it fits yeah for for um spurrier's story yep a lot of it, colors a lot of colors it's you know it is it feels comic, like an older book it does feel like an older book it is comic booky but it's maybe not you know 
but not in like a deliberate not, not like in spider-man where they go to like the prototype world and they do the like this really crappy halftone attempt well okay. be like we're doing comic books and right. we used to be really bad at coloring like no this feels like a like a lost issue from yes. like the x-men books that like people love and remember. yeah i know i i definitely feel that i would say and i and i don't want this to come off as anything but a compliment because i do mean it as such but what i'm gonna say may not sound like it but diaz like it Okay, so a lot of the Xbox early on have this beautiful, polished, shiny, new, yes. glamorous feel to them, right? Yeah. And this book has a more, like, like less, it's imperfect. Yeah. And not in a bad way, in a very deliberate sort of way. And I, and I appreciate it because that, to me, sets, is very much in keeping with this book, mm -hmm. you know? Legion of X is the like, hey, we're over here and we are we are definitely a part of Krakoa and we are doing things related to what's going on and stuff that we do. Some folk are paying attention to. So it's not that we're on the fringe and that right. we're not actually part of everything, but we are like the team that essentially made themselves and was like, we're going to we're going to police this and we're yeah. going to do this and we're going to make our own little part over here and you know we're trying to make things better but like we're not really getting the support of the rest of Krakoa no. and I love that the art matches that feeling where like it still looks good yeah but like it's just like it's not so engineered right I, there's something there and I, and I really appreciate That's it cool. a lot I love this book um if you're not reading it seriously go back start with way of the x yes way of x, way of x. catch up to legion um it's a lot there's just a lot of character in here um and again if you like nightcrawler if you're interested at all in what's going on with legion david uh it, it's excellent and there are a couple of characters in here maybe you'll meet for the first time but trust me they're handled really well juggernauts in this yes good stuff nice. good good stuff Algie Try, uh, it's never too late in the show to sponsor Comic Pop. Hell yeah, thanks, Algie. Well, thank it. you very much. Uh, also, we got a recommendation. Um, check out Predator Strange Rue from 96. Okay. This is a one-shot uh, from Brian McDonald. It's Predator in the Bayou in 1931. Ooh. I think they eat him. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. It was very tug and cheek. Perhaps they gain his strength. Uh, I think that's what they're thinking. Or potentially it's a delicacy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it tastes good. I doubt it. I uh, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> It'll be hard to what, find. What eating predator? No. <laughs> but I will read this book. Thank you for the recommendation. Um, so uh, Amazing Spider-Man 17 from uh, Zeb Wells and Ed McGinnis. You know, we talked about this at length, but uh, you know, we're I'm reviewing it. We read it. Uh, I read it anyway. Mm -hmm. It's uh, you know, it's more. It, it's another chapter in the Dark Web saga. It's not really exactly the same thing as just reading an issue of Spider-Man, especially in the like ongoing stories. Uh, it's funny because Marvel, you know, like I, I find that Marvel is just so like shameless and obvious in their attempt to kind of like hedge their bets and save like their their you know try to save as much as they can because you know I I do believe that Zeb Wells was a risk to put on amazing spider-man because like donny cates wanted to write amazing spider-man you know mm, thankfully that didn't work out because yeah, like yeah. cates needed to take time off but like they had people who wanted to write this book mm -hmm. and they literally could ask anybody mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like hickman was not doing x-men anymore hickman could write spider-man like we could ask anybody right um but we but you know they, they did the kind of tryouts during beyond and they gave it to zeb wells and yes. I, but i also think that they were like he's a risk his his was the only X book 
of that time period that got canceled. Yes. So what are we going to do? And so they put out that Spider-Man book with a known quantity of Dan Slott. And like, I it think that was the... their. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, from that time, like from yeah. that, like, yes, slew yes, of yes, books. Right. But uh, I think that they were like, well, and if it doesn't work out, we have this other spider book over here and that'll like support us for the time being, because it's going to be a mini series. And He's got a Spider-Verse story. We know Spider-Verse usually helps, like, you know, it boosts sales a little bit better. So it'll justify itself in its own way. I think that once that story's over, Spider-Man will be will not be a title anymore. I think that'll just evaporate. Mm. But uh, I think they're already trying to get past Dark Web. I think Dark Web has not worked the way they want. They have the sales date already. Like, I've heard no, things I, about... I think people are mad. I've heard things about Lazarus Planet and how it's sailing. And I'm like, how do you know that already? Because the prelude to Lazarus planet. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can imagine they know how bad or how good dark web is selling. And I can basically tell by the article from like December on marvel.com. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, in issue 20, big things are happening. And I'm like, this is the big thing. You have an event right now. This was, You're okay. connected to X-Men. And they're like, yeah, but don't forget in, in three more issues. Right. You will care. So I, when I spoke to him. Wells. Yes. About dark web. Yeah. That, you know, he was, he knew that people wanted to know the answers to the questions he set out from the get go. And he was like, you're going to have to wait. Right. Which I think is lame. Well, it's, like, and you know, what's funny about that is that like, I, I don't know, but again, I'm not, like a writer i'm not a, well, it's true <laughs> and I'm not, not to be insulting but uh, it's like, i don't i don't weave stories for a living i don't i don't do that and i don't read spider-man all right. the time right um but i am the kind of person who sometimes i'm in it for the long you do I like a mystery i like, like a, a mystery yeah this is not a mystery <laughs> no, the mystery is how this is getting you know made fart but no for, for real like the problem and i talked about this at length on the other show which you can check out it's ten thousand views not bad um nice. yours too what we hit 10k on the, Aww, on the, on the thanks, tiffany guys. episode but um and it folks, could, and we should say. be at 20 but whatever hey watch it again oh. but uh the um we we talked about how uh i i have an issue with the with the like what did peter parker do hell of a teaser you know when you're promoting the book like before it comes out what did peter parker do great teaser uh-huh and if that started with issue one, I think people would be on board. Yep. The problem is, one, mm -hmm. what did Peter Parker do is, and people are using this term very much derisively today, a mystery box. You're like, what did Peter Parker do? No, put it on the shelf right over there. And that'll be just there. Now we're going to cut six months later, three weeks later. I think we should start a story where they, get, where they begin, you know, instead of not just when they get interesting. But... The problem is we're going to go back in Amazing Spider-Man 20 and 21 and be like, this is what Peter Parker did to get us right. to these 17 issues that no one likes. Like, the we're going to go back to a period that might be more interesting that will explain why you wasted your money for the last 17 issues. Like, because that's how it feels. Like, because it really, it's not like it's going to, we're going to go back in time with a character who goes back in time and we're going to, it's not like wave rider is going to come back into, and I picked a DC character, but wave rider sure. is one of those characters that goes back in time, looks at things maybe, that happen and go, well, bye. Maybe Kang will show up. Yeah. You know, Kang will go synergy. back. Right. Exactly. You know, and he'll look back and be like, that's what Peter Parker did. Neat. 
and like it's but it's not my point is it's not like he's going to undo it so that the next 17 issues are more interesting uh it's instead just going to fill in gaps that were deliberately removed for the sake of making it a mystery yes okay. and and i'm not interested in the status quo that it that it creates you know if it, it's one thing if like the status quo were so fundamentally different and interesting mm -hmm. you know like peter parker is leading the avengers and the Avengers are like three other spider people from another universe. And you know what I mean? Like it, it was so radically weird. And you're like, where did this come from? But no, it's just the status quo is Peter Parker's a schlub and nobody likes him. Like people popularly remember, but it's never really actually happened. You know, like mm. everybody wants to like idealize the like, well, when Peter Parker loses, Spider-Man wins or vice versa. And it's like, that is so like that is so reductive and diminishing of a character like if if i knew that every time that i was successful in business but like my personal life would take a dive and that was just how i worked as a person i would unalive myself because like I, my life should not be so predictive and easy and like you know like set my watch to it that like you I better not try because other, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying like, that's, that's how it feels. Like, yeah. it's just like, so here we are in this unappealing, uninteresting period in Spider-Man's history. But now we're going to cut back and show you a time that people wanted to see. Cause it, the, the, when the, when the last arc ended, it was like Peter and Mary Jane are together and uh, sky's the limit. And then, and then we're back to nothing. And we're going to see that again. Like you're gonna remind Pete, you're gonna remind people what they would have wanted to have. Yeah, no, I, I listen. Again, I'm not. No, I'm not arguing. I'm with not you. a Spider-Man fan. Well, I don't blame like you. I don't blame you no, anymore. No, I mean, like, I'm not. <laughs> I don't blame anybody. He's not like you know. This would be like if we were talking about Doctor Strange, or right? You know, or like like he, it's, he's got a big movie that very should different. make a billion dollars, very, but he's dead. Yeah. Um. Listen. But I, I did read hellions yeah and you liked it and he's a good writer he is a good that, well and I, that's I, what i'm that's, saying like so like i cannot be overstated he is a good writer a good and he's done writer. great things and he's a, he's actually a pretty good at like laying the groundwork so for interesting things here's like I, I until until the secret is revealed i can't say you can't judge it i can't judge it i right. cannot judge it but i'm also not someone who is looking for that storyline to continue each month i'm not i'm not the person who's like you know well every week i'm buying this book and hating it yeah i'm not that person right now i'm the person on the sidelines that like but i i objectively know that this guy can write and yeah. i objectively or i subjectively really loved hellions right, exactly. i thought it was a really competent book and i took a bunch of characters and made this amazing story that had a lot of heart to it yeah. and a lot of action and and you know wrapped up perfectly and even yep. though I would have loved to have seen it like you know last longer, sure. like it, it did such a flawless job of weaving into the tapestry that is Krakoa and weaving into Ten of Swords and just so well executed. Yeah. So like for me, objectively standing here, and I'm like, well, I mean, we have to at least see where this is going because I feel like it has to be going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, that's an objective opinion. Well, I'm it, not subjectively in there with you right. guys. But it's not going. It, but the problem is, it's going backwards because like. There's nothing forwards that we're building towards. Yeah. The only thing we're building towards is a reveal of something that happened in the past. So we're like, once we get that reveal there, then we will have a, a fully rounded picture of why the status quo was such for the last 20 issues. Yeah. 
but that doesn't lead us into the no, new bold era of Spider-Man. All I do know is that by May, he's still wearing that ugly costume because free comic book day solicitations are like, he's still wearing that big ugly costume. And so it's like, well, clearly nothing, no reveal of those issues is going to change things so fundamentally that he needs to change that costume. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and I can like draw ideas and suggestion because I live and breathe and I have experience and I, you I know. know, no, I, so, I, like, I but, get but at you. the same time, it's just like, I have, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate his efforts, Yeah. but I, I fear that like, and I've talked about this before, people get really mad at me for some reason. I think it's because I'm hitting on something, but like where, where I'm like, you, I, I don't know if it's editorial because I find it interesting how, if editorial really did care, mm -hmm. You know, if they were really that involved, this would be safe. But this isn't safe. It's just kind of lousy. Well, I, I, so here's what I wonder. I know because I know that I know that I've seen you do that. Yeah, I think it was just when you chair. I think it was something in your. I chair. thought it was one of the command strips. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I know that. Um, you know they are a business and so they want to make sure you're buying this book right but i mean if it really wasn't going all that well they'd be like it's gonna it's gonna be over they did i mean they fired king they fired batman people have fired writers before so i do wonder if maybe there is someone at editorial is that like this is something pretty okay it we just have to get there right but like if it's that okay the first of all it should be dynamite like editorial should I be will, like i am flipping out about I how will, good this is i will say this i think for zeb to have any sort of saving face from this for fans who are not on board right now this has to be next level uh, it's, whatever this reveal is has to be absolutely next level and maybe it is and i hope it is it oh i hope it is it can't be because we know how it ends like we know where he ends up and he's not I, I just, fundamentally altered he's not like you know what i mean it's it, i uh, here's the thing i hope it is yeah I hope it's like something that no one saw coming. That would be great, but only in his, in a, in a, only if it's narratively satisfying and yes. it's earned. It's not yes. just like, whoa, Peter grew with three immortal limbs again. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> it's 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 not great. Okay. And uh, that's an understatement. Maybe it's Peter Palmer. He's already in Spider-Man. No, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why he had to wait. Right. What did Peter Peter Parker do? Nothing. But Peter Palmer, he blew his stuff up. In uh, maybe that's who Paul is. I don't think so. It'd be amazing. He's mm -hmm. like, I had to wait because I had to wait for Dan Slott's book to come. Right. Out. I don't think that's. <laughs> I think I think Dan Slott wrote that book over a weekend. It was just sure. like that. They draw all the no, Spider Man. Sure. I, I just saying. I am. I am hopeful. I'm yeah. hopeful for everybody involved, honestly, because if if Zeb accomplishes something that, like, honestly, yeah. that people are like, wow, okay, maybe it wasn't worth as long as we waited, but this is a pretty satisfactory. Yeah, it's a pretty reveal. cool reveal. Yeah. That's good for them. That's good for the people who were involved with it. It's good for him. Yeah. It's, it's just good all around. I'm really Yeah, hopeful. no, success is good for I'm all. Just, I'm like, very I hopeful it. for all of you. No, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, Anthony Bergamini uh, says, Tiffany, thank you for getting me back into X-Men. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and Mickey Veach says, can't believe Superior Spider-Man was 10 years ago. Feels like it just happened. I agree weird the big ones the big ones the, the impactful ones they stay with you well and i say that like with comics i think it's harder to recall when like a year goes by oh, yeah. since it's typically only 12 issues and sometimes it's not sometimes it's less yeah it's like four volumes it just it just feels like 12 issues like when you think about it 
Like yeah. it's only 12 issues in a year that you're going to get of mm -hmm. a story. And I'm like, that, I guess that's why like writers really, you know, they, sometimes they double ship. I think Spider-Man's double ship. So it's oh, actually sure. more like 24. Okay. But well, even still. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, Radium Theater Productions, uh, Red Hellions, thanks to Tiffany and have faith in a Amazing Spider-Man. Well, good luck. Well, I hope you listen, enjoy Listen, like, telling you, if you read Hellions, you're, you're like, you're rooting for him. You're yeah. like, come on, Seb. <laughs> right? That said, I'm reading Amazing Spider-Man thanks to Sal and he's hating. No, he's not. <laughs> But thanks for your support anyway. Uh, Danby900, well, Slot is working overdrive on Twitter today, defending Peter being single without kids, where he's apparently all good in the 616. He's just copying and pasting responses. Spider-Man's not good and is a drag. Uh, I mean, that's one opinion. Uh, look, Dan Slot has his own opinions about I, who Peter Parker is. He's always had them, and I'm not going to argue with him at this point anymore. Listen, I don't think this is a great idea at all, what I'm about to say. And mm -hmm. I, I honestly want to hear what your opinion is. It's just something that popped into my head, and now it's going to come out of my mouth. So just yeah. understand that this is with zero thought behind this, what yeah. I'm about to say. I feel like right now, almost most folk overall are not 100% thrilled with the status of Peter Parker. Right, yeah, most folk are not thrilled with where it is right now. I feel like they need to come up with some way to just stop doing Spider-Man for right now. Yes. You can't. Well, they did that during the Beyond era where he, I, like, they stuck him in a hospital bed and they had Ben take over. I No, I mean like just... Just no more Spider-Man. for right now. It's the number one selling book. Uh, listen, I understand that. I didn't say it was a good idea. <laughs> no, I'm no, just no. saying. Right, retire to, the character for, for like a little bit. Or like have Miles take over the book. Fine. Like just for you a know? bit. And then inevitably when he comes back, it's with a clean palate. Yeah. And a full heart. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, it, instead of instead of what did Peter Parker do? It's where did Peter, Peter Parker, Parker go? go? And then it's Miles takes over Amazing Spider-Man for and like there, a year. And by the way, where did Peter Parker go if he's gone for like a year and That's he comes book. back? Like, you, you don't have to answer that question anytime soon. No. Hell, you don't have to answer that question in its own book. Like, you literally could be like, well, here you go. You could do the 52 of freaking Spider-Man and be like, here's where he was, where he's been. Yeah. Spider-Man one year later, and it's just Miles does the book for mm -hmm. a while. Or Spider-Man one year later, Peter Parker's back in the main book, but Miles took over during the year missing. Right. That'd be neat. I'd read that. I, I mean, like, and what I'm saying by that is really, it just feels like because there's been so much turmoil and chaos surrounding this title. And yeah. I know it doesn't make any business sense. So I, no. I want you to know, I fully understand. There's not a whole lot no, of scarcity is a business. Tactic. It can be, it, makes it sense. can be, but. Yeah, it's a risky just move is what you're saying. So like, you. It's a risky move to just remove him from the board entirely to yeah. give people a chance to go like, I right? miss Peter Parker. Yes, but the thing is, they, I mean, like Marvel's no stranger to it. They marginalized and made like the X-Men go away. The Fantastic Four were gone. Remember they had no book? And then Zdarsky was like, hey, here's that Marvel two-in-one book. I should be writing Fantastic Four. And they were like, oh yeah, you should. Oops, we already made plans though, bye. Right, but additionally... I do listen. I I do think Miles should have his time, a hundred percent. Yes, but Miles' book is going. But on. I would say, in that instance, though, that's a dangerous role for him to fill, only because you'll have people who are like, "This is not what I wanted," right. and I'm mad about them. Him but not they already him. did that with Ben, so it's like we have a we have a we have a sample size. Of yeah, that. like we've already tested who, it. Of who's going to be upset about that? Because yes. I, I, I Miles is his own man. Yep. You know, yep. and and he shouldn't feel like he's just there to fill in the shoes of Peter Parker. No, at this but that's point. why like, yeah, that's why you don't cancel the Miles book. That's yeah, I, I'm saying don't, but uh, you know, push Miles as like try him out. Yeah, but don't push him as like the like the replacement Spider-Man. Right. No, it's not like you you will love Miles now because Peter's gone. 
Although, all, arguably, that's why I liked Miles in the Beans. In, in, in the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> yes. There was a different situation in, in everything that world built to that moment. Yeah. And it was earned. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Let's recommend some comics that come out this week. Let's do that. Nightwing is hitting 100 issues. Wow. I know. That's dope. I mean, it's... The, the Taylor run started an issue like 60 years ago. I know. Like, I'm not, I know he's been writing it But I'm very pleased issues. with the, uh, yeah, with the direction. You're going you're gonna <laughs> to love it. Uh, we'll talk more about it, but I've read this issue. And it's great. Uh, <gasps> World's is. Finest number 11 comes out. Uh, I didn't read that one, but I will by the time we do the next episode. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to that. World's Finest number 11. Uh, Punisher number nine. I will hopefully have caught up by then to yes. uh, because I really enjoyed what I've read. I think up to issue four, maybe five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, f- at least five. Uh, Batman One Bad Day Bane number one is coming out. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've read that too. We'll talk more about that as we go. Excellent. Um, and uh, Spider-Man The Lost Hunt number three is coming out. That's an opportunity for me to like know what's going on because I didn't read this book and it's <laughs> okay. a real shame because I should be. Right. Uh, Lazarus Planet Assault on Krypton number one comes out. That is, uh, I don't know if it's like technically a chapter or if it's like a extra thing it's an extra thing but there's a bunch of stories in there and they're pretty fun they it's it's underworld unleashed watch sure. a bunch of characters get powers okay maybe they won't even keep them after the book's over but right. whatever watch mercy be cool mercy's okay. a robot person you know should be fun uh and um i think that's it for it my also looks like monkey prince number 10 is going to be a tie-in to lazarus of course planet based on the, it's it's cover t- yeah like oh yeah little, look at that it's got a lazarus planet logo little on lazarus it. planet yeah, thing right up there yeah yeah I think that's it, but I will keep an eye out. Yeah, you'll keep you, an eye out as I'm scrolling scroll. through uh, this time around. Uh, Immortal X-Men number 10. Uh, Kieran Gillen writing X-Men. I, I, this cover is stunning. Yeah. I, I don't even know. It is just a stunning, stunning cover. Yeah. Um, Strange number 10 is coming out. Um, How many more before? Doc I honestly, I don't know. I assume I, 12. Probably. That sounds about right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of on a, cl- a countdown here to uh, Jed McKay's doctor strange series that will be coming out yep. so we'll see where this goes you know like i i, I don't think it's going to be like and then clear dies i don't think that's what's going to happen no but she'll probably go away <laughs> or maybe not i don't know i mean i hope not because like you've spent 12 issues or 10 issues at this point like well, building her up as a character again yes. after like what a 30 year hiatus yes but uh you you saw there's a preview of the first issue of the new doctor strange run mm-hmm. i hope that alex ross is the new cover artist on the series is I literally, I haven't seen it actually. Yeah, you did. It was was, it was that it? It's on the preview thing. Wow. Yeah, it's a recreation of that cover. From... Yeah, no, this was. We literally had a conversation about something like this recently. Yep. This, maybe see it in an episode of Back Issues. I don't know. You will. Um, it's so good. Yeah. God. Um, but yeah, so you know that's coming at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool. I could look in here. I'm just not going to. No. Uh, Deadpool number three is coming out. I'm just Alessa Wong I'm kind of enjoying this I, I didn't know but after the first issue if I was really yeah. feeling the vibe but you know what I'm gonna see where this is going gonna... I saw a cover that's coming out in yeah. like another couple of weeks of like carnage blasting out of Deadpool's face and yeah I'm like, yeah that's fun what a cool idea right I listen I I appreciate you guys saying that Clea is on the cover but this is a recreation I think it is I mean, like, no, I've, I've seen this before. Yeah, no, we've I've seen, seen this that before. image before. This is this is very much like this is like an homage. It could mean anything, and also covers don't mean anything. Nope, they're just lies. This. They're often total lies yeah. about what's going on in the book. But I, if we're going based on story and character, it would make sense for her to be there. But don't judge it by its cover. Judge by based on what the story has been going. Lie because it's covered, but don't judge it. Right. Yes. Exactly. I guess. Um, <laughs> That's why they're there to to trick you. To trick you into purchasing into it. buying it. 
Um, Dark Web uh, X-Men at number three. Uh, listen, I know a lot of folk are not on board for Dark Web just in general, right. but I've been really digging the X-Men stuff again just because we're getting a little bit more into the mindscape or the mindset of uh, Madeline Pryor during this whole thing post her resurrection Gene um, versus madeline in this one yeah, we or got, maybe we'll yeah see. we've got gene we've got madeline we have cyclops Alex. and we have havoc there yeah. i mean it's just it's literally all and magic's there as well right. so it's like all the players are yeah. there so it, you know it's a really perfect small cast for a lot of potential growth exactly. I, I really dig that quite a bit yeah uh i have no doubt i'm missing something here Right, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm missing something, but I, I don't. I haven't seen anything that's like, oh yeah. Doesn't doesn't mean it because usually each week I, I go back through it. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, Barnstormers numbers four is coming. Ah, out. thank you. All right, I gotta mm -hmm. read the next the last two because I was championing this book back when uh, when Scott pitched all of them. He's back like, before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it. Look at how low on the list it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'll I'll read it. I like the first issue. There you go. But uh, yeah, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're yes. very lucky to have you. Thank yes, you to our Super are. Chatters for sponsoring today's show. And it is a sponsorship. Don't let anybody tell you different. And we will see you guys next week with an all-new episode of Off the Rack. But listen, there's more here on this channel. Tomorrow, brand new show. It's like a spinoff show of Elseworlds Exchange, which is myself and uh, a familiar face from the comic book world. Uh, every month, we will be getting together to chat about comics and toys and random crap. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That show will be launching untitled. So uh, watch that episode and let us know what you think the show should be called uh, when it uh, when it drops, because we're, 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 we're taking solicitations right now. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys next time with more uh, here on Comic Pop Returns. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you guys next time. Oh, look at that. Alex Ross's doorman. What issue is that? This is the first one. These are variants. Oh. Is this uh, Cocolo. Oh, cool. Chichetto. <gasps> nice. Good for him. He's getting a real, he's going to proper rollout. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.